Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I'm here today to talk to you about learning. I am particularly passionate around this subject. It can not only help you to differentiate yourself from and keep you ahead um, with that differentiation of your competitors, it can give you, um, it can enable you to develop your USPs, create new, new USPs, and bridge that gap between you and competitors. Um, the opportunities which are available to you if you keep learning are amazing. But before I get into that, a quick update for you. Um, as I mentioned last week, um, the book has now gone through its launch phase and um, we are now working on its, um, well, we're, we're putting a little international bestseller sticker on the front cover, which is very exciting. And we're looking at the back cover and the spine now. So doing the final designs on that before we go to print. So I am so excited to be able to hold an actual hard copy in my hands um having only ever had um the a4 sheets that i've read through when i was doing the audiobook that's as close as i've got so it'll be super exciting and some random reason somehow i've managed to uh, get my nails on brand as well clearly living the brand so um we're, we're working on confirming sort of sorting out that book price um those of you which um keep your eye on amazon uh the book on amazon is now um priced higher in the kindle version because you know the the offer phase is gone we've done what we set out to achieve with that which was to get the different bestseller statuses and get the book out there and launched um, now we're moving into phase two um, which is preparing ourselves for that book funnel and so um, you know it makes sense there's valuable information there is information in that book which will enable people to change what they're doing in their business uh, and develop their business and generate money so why shouldn't it be be charging more and that's what i've done so I would like to price it higher than what it is currently, um, but I'm waiting for a review on that and to understand exactly where it should fit. So once that book price is sorted, I have fulfillment sorted for the UK. I do have somebody in the US um, if we decide to to split uh, and, and do um, fulfillment UK and US. So that's all great. Paperwork went back today. So that's all very exciting. I'm being super prepared this week. So I'm actually recording the podcast on a Monday um, in preparation for that Thursday. So super proud of myself after last week's escapades with little mini people watching Peppa Pig in the background. So sorting out that funnel, finishing the audiobook. Poor Jacob is on uh, chapter nine. So he is very nearly there. He has to do chapter 10 and then something that I didn't quite understand, but basically putting gaps in places. Uh, but he's a technical term so um he'll be doing that and then and then that will be good to go that will go on audible but the main aim for that is to go into the book funnel with that supporting that it's finalizing packages so take <laughs> looking at how i'm going to take on clients in the longer term so i'm not doing too much on business development right now the current packages that i have are quite labor intensive i'm using those packages up until the 28th um, they're a bit of an interim package between my historical packages and what will be my new ones so on the 28th i'm going to switch to the new program that is a potentially a couple of weeks earlier than um, when the actual book funnel will be ready we're anticipating uh, mid-june for that one bearing in mind uh, different commitments that i've got going on and so that's that's going to enable us to be around and be focused on those ads and, and see where they're at. Basically, 
it's all happening. <laughs> as far as my quarterly planning, for those of you which are looking at your quarterly plans and figuring out where am I at, I am right on target, as you would expect with the uh, with the book launch basically because if it hasn't happened now it's not going to and then um, as far as this funnel's concerned a little bit behind but all very uh, understandable and and sort of we've rejigged the planning for to enable it to, to run smoothly and at the end of the day produce a, a decent starting point and um, for that funnel uh, rather than than rush it and do a, a something below the 70 percent for those of you which have uh, heard me talk about the 70 percent before i'm a big fan i had a very quirky manager once who yeah for all his strange and wonderful ways he was always very adamant around the 70 percent rule is it 70 percent there the extra 30 percent is like the icing on the top it's nice but it's not going to make a difference um to the overall outcome is that sufficiently there in the format to enable somebody to go through that process without putting them off uh, and that's what you know his take on stuff was and, and that's what I, i've kind of stuck to um i like it um it's sensible uh, the extra 30 percent are nice things that we can tweak later but the key thing is to get something out and, and and make changes based on that at the end of the day no one's going to be able to feed back to you any better than your ideal customer going through the process and so the tweaks and the changes that will do that the book a funnel to start off with will launch as a soft launch uh, so we can start getting feedback and we can make sure everything's working right and then we can go from there so that's really what's happening at Sunny Without Steve's HQ. Um, there is uh, next week, just to mention now at the beginning, in case you don't hear it at the end, uh, next week I want to be doing some questions from you guys. I've had a couple in, but if there's anything you know burning current that you've you've got based on the book or based on what's going on in your world right now coming out of lockdown, then please do email Maria at sellingwithoutsleeves.com and she will pass those on to me to do for the next podcast so without further ado let's get on to developing yourself why continue to learn you always need to be updating uh, i had a very nice quote that i found i happened across the other day from um it was henry ford and he said anyone who starts learning is old whether at 20 or 80 anyone who keeps learning stays young you stay young because you stay current and you know, I've seen it time and time again with all the gurus out there who they've learned a particular way um, at a particular time and it's worked very effectively for them and they're like, this is the way I did it, this is the way you can do it too. Um, there's no better example than that than you know, somebody who was hell-bent and stuck with doing face-to-face -face selling. The last 12 months would have basically crippled stroke you know rendered your business extinct because you weren't able to do the face-to-face -face. and so without that opportunity to get in front of people you had to change you had to alter if you hadn't have adopted a new approach if you hadn't used that overused word now although it's going off a bit now isn't it pivoted then you know you wouldn't be here in your current state you wouldn't have, have done as well as you had you wouldn't have weathered that storm and so the world around you is changing it's evolving yeah it's not like you've woken up one day apart from when you know lockdown is announced during a global pandemic but you know in the norm um the world around you is evolving it's changing new technologies are being used new approaches are being used all the time if you were to tell me 10 years ago that i would use my mobile phone more for um emails and text messages and you know going on platforms such as facebook then i would be like what on earth are you talking about and um, things change and so you know you need to keep evolving with that otherwise you get left behind and that's when you get overtaken that's when you know the, the, the younger generation comes through or people with a different outlook from when you come through and they overtake you in business 
And I speak to people who are like, well, you know, five, ten years ago, this is how we did it. We've always done it this way, and, and yet it's not working anymore. It's very easy to get entrenched in what you have historically done and what's historically worked for you. It's really important sometimes to take your head out and, and have a look around and, and see what's going on around you rather than stick in your, your own little bubble, in your own little world with what you have always done. So, you know... <laughs> okay so i've said to you you need to you should do some more training and and we are always investing in training in mentors i'm a big fan of mentors um because <laughs> they can do the training they've done the training they point you in the direction of the best training and they have made the mistakes they have been there they have done that and they are able to help you shortcut through that process so you can better understand actually you know what what should i be doing here because they've had that problem before they've encountered it before why reinvent the wheel if they can say to you yeah particularly ones which are still going there are a couple of steps ahead of you not miles ahead of you so they're so detached from where you are and when i come on to picking a trainer um, and picking some training and, and, and person a guru to provide that training a really important element is is how often are they doing this are they still working with newbies were they a newbie 18 months two years ago where are they at i'm a big fan of a bit of a combination of the two really there's nothing against somebody who's made it a decent time ago and who's just done it time and time again with different people equally somebody who's who's you know carved that way and come through those those obstacles saying to you actually this is uh, what I did and it worked or this is what I did and it didn't work try this way is hugely hugely helpful so when you're thinking about how to identify what training to do um you know looking at my thought process so I mentioned last week that I've just started doing some training around um selling as um over messenger or email so a written word and that's a communication that I haven't done all that much selling with before I've done a bit I've got people onto calls mostly where I've closed them because that's where I've been comfortable and that's where I've been most effective however you know communication styles are changing if you think about it your phone rings and you're like oh what what's that somebody's ringing me you're like you know for example with myself my phone is actually on silent all the time um it will buzz and it will shine up that somebody's ringing and my watch will tell me it's somebody's ringing because i'm really fortunate to have the two tethered but you've got or two connected probably not tethered probably not technical correct word anyway it will tell me somebody's ringing but i don't have it you know, its sole purpose, my phone's sole purpose, is not phone calls. I spent, um, I think it was eight and a half hours on average a day last week, which, you know, no, I think it was less actually because I was really good at the weekends, weekend and didn't actually spend much time on it. But it normally averages around the eight and a half hours a day. And with that, I'll probably take one phone call. And I'm not on that phone phone call for, for <laughs> less, more than sort of five minutes tops it is not a regular thing i'm emailing people i'm messaging people i'm leaving voice messages on uh, messenger i'm and sending whatsapp messages there are lots of platforms that you communicate on the vast majority of the written word the vast majority you are not actually speaking you're definitely not speaking to that person in real time and there's a lot of pressure put on phone calls on getting somebody onto a call whereas actually that's not the natural place for people to to, to exchange conversations and information at the moment and so you know it would be silly of me to overlook that am I going to change my book funnel to message me no am I still going to do book a call yes I am however there are other other ways of of closing business and it would be silly of me not to look at those and to understand from people who've already you know 
cracked it who've already been generating a decent amount of money and are training people to do a decent amount of money on those things um you know so that not only can I use that in my repertoire for myself but I can also pass that information on and I can encourage other people to give it a try for their audiences at the end of the day people aren't naturally choosing to pick up the phone and ring people anymore and so you've got to bear that in mind with actually if they're not choosing to do that in during regular time why are they always wanting sales calls why do they want a phone call and particularly when you think about the pressures of selling it would be much nicer for them to be able to have a more relaxed conversation over messenger when it's not as pressured and at the end of the day if that person gets a bit ott and pushy they can just ignore you yeah i don't i don't have a massive experience with that and it wouldn't certainly wouldn't be something that i would put a course together on at this moment in time um so it made sense for me to update myself in that area as i said before if i was still if i was if i was hell-bent on selling face-to-face and you know not over video which fortunately i was doing before the pandemic and lockdown then you know i would i would have really struggled in the last um last 12 months equally you know there are people out there who remember selling over fax sending out marketing it was more marketing but you know generating leads over fax machine if those people hadn't moved on from fax machine they would be you know struggling to keep a roof over their heads i can feel confident enough to say they wouldn't be keeping a a roof over their heads any longer using that medium because you know the world has moved on you know you've got transferable skills selling is selling whether it's written whether it's verbal and whether it's face to face whether it's over video call whether it's over phone call the skills are the same it's just a different approach and it's a different technique and you know don't be frightened to take up even direct competitions training and I know some people find that a really weird and awkward thing to do however it gives you a really interesting insight into you know what that person's doing where do you fit in comparison to that that doesn't mean that you think that that person knows anything else that you don't but there's always little nuggets of information there's always a different perspective on it that you can keep in mind and you can forge out your own based on that um, or you can build on your own based on that but if you don't know what your competition is saying what you don't know what's going on in the market then you know how can you sell against it um, hand on heart so don't be afraid to invest in these different trainings it's not a weakness it's not a hands up i don't know my stuff it's a it's a, it's a development and it's an understanding and you know i run the risk very much with um sales training that people are too pushy you know it, it's verging on on my sleazy scale when i think of my sleaze chili scale you know it's getting way too hot on that scale for me um, and i wouldn't be comfortable but can i take information from that and adapt it of course i can that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for those nuggets those insights i'm not looking to take that person's approach and replicate it because well that would be a little bit strange from someone who says that they need to learn to sell in their own style and you know I'll sell in my own style, I'll use this information and I'll adapt it using my knowledge, which is something I potentially wouldn't be able to do if I didn't have the knowledge that I have in the field. And that's what you can do too. So don't, you know, don't underestimate the value of developing yourself and developing your learning um, within your chosen field. You, nobody knows everything. You can't. It's a continuously learning thing. Um, you know, I went out with sales guys who um, on sales calls, not actually out out, as in I went and visited customers. Um, no revelation there, guys. Um, 
who had been in the industry for 35 years and they were still learning they were still open to developing because it's a skill it's a bit like horse riding um i went for a lesson the other day and one of my friends said why are you going for a horse riding lesson i thought you used to teach horse riding yeah i did but you know the olympians they have coaches um you can never know everything you can always be improving and it's the people which are pushing to improve and make developments in themselves which become successful in their field because they don't just hang up their hat and go you know what i know all my stuff they keep pushing and they keep finding more information like little pac-men anyway moving on so selecting a trainer so okay I admit, I appreciate, I need to do some training. Yeah, it's been a while since I've developed myself. So how do I go about finding somebody? Because there's a whole sea of of what seems like sharks out there who want my money, um, but don't seem to deliver what you're expecting, those outcomes that they're promising. My biggest advice to you would be to find a trainer you can relate to. They're not saying anything out of your comfort zone or totally left field. Now, what I mean by that is, it's not making you feel uncomfortable. They're not saying things and you're thinking, oh no, I couldn't possibly do that. And um, particularly if you don't feel confident to take that information and adapt it so you do feel confident. Choose somebody that fits within your moral compass. There's no point learning things which are so out there, you know, you feel so immoral that you wouldn't be able to adapt and change them. And that's what I, I tend to look for. The scene that I tend to, um, thinking about it, Lot of my training has been delivered by by men, purely because that's been the the area that I've been interested in, or you know the person that I've I've connected with and, and felt yeah you know I get you and I trust you. Equally, I would be comfortable doing training courses and have done training courses, but not as many run by women. You know, it's finding people you relate to and you can appreciate their approach. You can understand how they achieve what they achieve especially with free and low cost content so when you're sussing these people out don't just go for the kill and go straight in and purchase you know a two gram product what you want to be doing is you want to be looking at their free content or their low cost content lots of people have a group and they they have free training in there they'll have training on their profile look through that and see where they're at see what they're saying see that see what value there is in there you're not looking for a, a recent you know a crazy amount of value you're looking at them producing enough to show that they've got the skills but their decent information should be paid for so if somebody is is like throwing everything out there you've got to wonder what's left in their course i suppose and it could be that they've just got copious amounts of information and so you know they're amazing or it could be the fact that actually the the vast majority of their information and knowledge was imparted in their free content the vast majority of the time it's that the information is imparted but it isn't specific to you and that's the value that i like that's where i for me um working with people more closely and mentors and so on really comes into play some of the technical stuff some of the how to some of the you know do this and then this and, and processes are really helpful to to learn from a um, digital point of view but when it comes to you know relating that to your business you cannot be a conversation with that person going well yeah because what i'd say for this is this um you know they're providing generic information even in low price points of of information like books how much are you going to get from even a 30 pound book 
you know, if these people are telling, teaching you to sell high ticket, let's be realistic here. How much information do you think they're going to impart for £30? It's going to be generic stuff because they're talking generically around their target audience. They're not able to say, you know, Bob, what you need to do is you need to do this at the beginning of your sales call to really improve the overall structure. They can't do that because they don't have the knowledge. And, you know, for that amount of, for that price point, that would be insane. If their information is is worth the the impact that it creates, then you know they're either pricing themselves wrong or actually it doesn't have the impact um, you would like. If anything makes you feel uncomfortable or it's really alien to you, you know you're thinking, wow, okay, I don't get any of that. Even actually, yeah, the use of of the language. The, the, the language use if if it's something you're thinking wow that's going right over my head do you want to be spoken to and information to go right over your head and for you to pay for that experience and um, you know you want to come out of it feeling unless they're going to talk you through and, and help you to understand that language and understand that information you know it's probably not pitched at the right level for you so find something that is get yourself you know upskill yourself it might be that you can revisit that later but at that moment in time they're probably not the the right offering they're probably not the right fit for you that doesn't mean they're not going to be but you know think about where are you at where are they at there's absolutely no point in me um let's take go back to the horse riding currently in my not very fit state with my absolutely rubbish stomach muscles and core (laughs) core uh, core muscles going to a really top show jumper one of the Whitakers for those of you which are into horses they're, they're like a big show jumping family um, and getting them to do a private lesson with me because you know I'll be lucky if I can clear a meter so <laughs> so what would be the point it would be total waste so I can build up my my abilities I can rebuild my core muscles um, so that you know I could make the most out of that in 12-18 months time but not right now that's the same with your business where are you at in your business what information do you need right now to take you to the next level absolutely no point in flying out to california to spend time with somebody like grant cardone um, on a one-to-one basis if um actually all you need to do is to sort out you know your your positioning and your product offering get that sorted and then when you're looking for the next level then you can you can look towards those sorts of things anyway i think i've labored that point enough and a key thing here please 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 do your due diligence speak to people ask around ask people that you you know you value whose opinion you value i'm really fortunate that i've got some really great mentors past and present and people that i can call on um within the market to to send check before i i part with my money i suggest that you do the same thing ask around there's decent groups out there ask anybody else you know who who else has done that training what they thought of it you know don't be afraid to ask people who are offering training um to put you in contact with somebody who's worked with them historically you know i'm always happy to do that when people are looking at working with me i'm really fortunate i've got some great clients past and present who are happy to speak to people if they are not willing to and if they start using the lines of oh well, you're clearly not ready if you're not feeling comfortable and confident to make a decision you know that is a massive massive red flag you don't see that as a reflection on yourself that's a reflection on them if they're starting with these little underhanded techniques of oh you're clearly not ready i'm going to reject you they're rejecting you before you reject them because they can't back it up with decent testimonials and outcomes and so in that case you are much better walking away and not being ready for them than you are parting with 10 grand for 
an opportunity that actually isn't an opportunity at all because they've never had an impact on anybody else's business. Always ask around, always speak to people and make sure um, you understand what's involved and whose role is who. I have spoken to people who did not realise that as a sales mentor, I would not be making sales calls for them. (laughs) Strange as it may seem, um, you know, people don't understand, necessarily understand, you know, what the role of, of, of each of you is. And so it's always important to make sure there's no misunderstanding early on. Equally, you know, if you're not happy, what's the outcome of that? How does that work? It's a bit of a sense check. It's always sensible to look at because we can get carried away at the end of the day. Purchasing something is an emotional decision. You can get carried away quite easily. You need to be looking at, does this fit with my business goals and next steps? If you don't have any business goals and next steps, I'd, I'd work on them before looking at doing some training because you want to you know, ask the question, you know, is this going on a tangent is this going off piece on on off focus for where I want to be which goal does it work towards um, and to what extent you know am I going to have to add something into this there's no point spending spending 10 grand on something which makes up a fraction you know 10% of an entire goal that you've got equally you know if it can help you in all different areas which actually adds up to sort of 90% of the goal and can be supported through this decision and this purchase then that's a bit of a no-brainer isn't it do these sense checks think where am I aiming what am I aiming to achieve with doing this work and this training at the end of the day it's a time and a money investment and you want to make sure that you're investing it in the right place and you're not going to regret it Uh, once you've made that decision you know crack on the amount of people I know who are sat there with 30 40 grand's worth of training unopened or partly done because they haven't got round to it and they're on to the next quick fix in the vast majority of cases the key thing is to be consistent and to do the work and then implement it before you move on to something else. There is no, unfortunately, in the vast majority of cases, quick fix, fast track. It is hard work. It is effort in the right direction and making sure that, you know, sense checking on a regular basis, you are going in the right direction and putting an effort in the right place. Be aware of that. So that's it really on training. I hope I have convinced you that, you know, it is a good idea to continue to learn, continue to keep yourself up to date so you aren't left behind by your competition and and you continue to do yourself justice. Next week, as I said earlier, I am going to be answering your sales questions. Please send those questions into Maria at sellingwithoutsleaves.com where we can um, look through and, and pick out the best ones to go through. I will obviously, if I don't, answer that your question um, on the next podcast uh, we will keep that and and keep that in mind for for future ones it's just a case of of not having enough time to to do all the questions so i'm um, focusing on ones which come through is which are a bit of a theme in which case it won't be a specific person but it'll be a theme of a question um or you know if there is a specific person um i have been known to to get people on and go through those um, their business with them and ask questions and and, and it, you know illustrate how I go through the process with somebody of, of planning out what their business needs to do or could be doing to, to get it where you, you want it to go. So without further ado, guys, I am going to leave you for this week. But um, please do uh, check it check out the Selling Without Steeds group. Um, pop onto Amazon and have a look at the book. And um, yeah, and if you feel that you're in a position where you want to learn that little bit more about sales and about structuring your sales process then please do jump in and grab that electronic version for those of you hanging on for the paper version i would always say in these few weeks between now and then you could be generating that income um 
using the information in the book. However, if you like to flick through and highlight stuff, which for some people I do get, um, I do like to be able to hold a book in my hand, um, then that will be coming uh, towards the middle of, well, towards the end of the month, uh, beginning of next month. As soon as uh, the the paper version is available, it will be on the on Amazon, and I will let you know. So, without further ado, guys, happy selling, and bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.